Well, I am sorry, but uh, 18.5 apiece is the best offer that I can make. Well, I understand. And they are some great looking vans you got out there. Uh, yes, sir. Top of the line. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for your time, Mr. Um... Oh, uh, Denham. Billy Tim Denham. Yes. Denham like a gene. Yes, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> just like the gene. <laughs> Man, you got some lovely hands here. Do you moisturize? I'm sorry? I tried all sorts of brand of lotion. I even went fragrant free for a whole year. Now, my sister, she uses um, uh, uh, aloe vera with a little sunscreen in it. Uh, yes. Uh, and ideally speaking, we all should wear gloves to go to bed. But I found out that that would be a little interference in my social agenda, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Plus, I get a reaction from the camphor. So I really don't get into the traditional remedies, I, you know? I see, yeah. Let me tell you something. Mm. If you were willing to pay cash, yeah. I might be able to drop that down to say seven, uh, 16 each? No. Yes, sir. You do that. Well, yes, sir. I mean, that'd be lovely. They told me to come see you. Oh, did they? Well, I'm sure glad they did. <laughs> they, that's what they told me. Okay, well, uh, let me go get the paperwork. And, 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 and uh, I'll be right back. You just, just wait here at the table. <laughs> you do that. Thank you, sir. Doing what? 60 of these. This is 61, sir. It's the Maris episode. We've done 60. This is episode 61. Tell me where to turn. Also experimenting with some... Oh, actually. No, no. Hold on. We're just going to keep this, then we're going to pause it real quick. Okay. Just experimenting with uh, some audio settings, you know. Just to see. Is that why the swing is here? Zero gravity. (laughs) The only thing... To limit you is your own imagination, possibilities, I don't know. I forgot the tagline. It's one of the, the few things we've not achieved yet through 60 episodes. One of the few. <laughs> yeah. I was glad I was glad to see you turn up here tonight so I could turn the sound down. I can't take Ron Darling very well on the announce crew. Oh, have you noticed? I'd rather just listen to nothing and then like the crickets kind of in the background. He's is, a he, is he wearing the the glasses that are so close to his face <laughs> they look like the fake glasses? They don't look like his real eyes. That's great. Yeah, that's he's also terrible at yeah. broadcasting. He's a disaster. He's a trash can. The whole TBS. I think I think that uh, once this uh, Cubs Nats game gets out of the way, that does that eliminate TBS from the picture? No, they they still have one more series. The I assume world. they have the NLCS. Yeah, they do. They have the NLCS, and then the rest yeah. of it goes to Fox, Fox after that. Right. But yeah, what a disaster. It's just going to be me and you. There's not a third tonight. Yeah. I I, I don't want to dwell on this too much, but I think Point Break Dave may be doing a little bit of this tonight, if you know what I mean. Well, he's doing the very uncomfortable... It's uncomfortable because I don't know how you tell somebody you're doing this without them immediately going there. He's doing the in-town hotel overnight with the wife. Uh, their house is being fumigated. No, just uh, having you know some sheetrock work done. Maybe I mean, he's gonna be doing some sheetrock <laughs> work tonight. <laughs> any, I don't even know what that means. They, they have getting the walls painted. Or? He's gonna be doing that tonight too. <laughs> We're painting everything in there tonight. <laughs> Ceilings, walls, oh. the whole bit. 
I had a friend claim one time that he hit a ceiling fan. <laughs> I don't know if that's possible, but he, he claimed that he did it. It's possible. He's in more of a standing position, I would presume. <laughs> some, the, some jumping, the jumping position. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was leap mode. Yeah. No, Dave's following the advice of the show and continuing to date his wife. It's very important. But his his life's about to take a big left turn starting Monday when he starts his new job. Is is he at like the Anatole or is he at like an an in town suites Como Motel oh, in Richardson? No. no, I believe he's staying at the very trendy Nilo. Of course, it has one name. Yeah, he he doesn't need to be hanging out at places like that. Those Which places are Sheet. more reserved for people like me. Yeah, true. Dave Speed is more just like a nice. Hampton Inn and Suites, something like that. Hey, as long as they have a nice, free continental breakfast in the morning. Yeah, the trendy single-name hotels, he needs to leave those to Tommy 2.0. I just can't have, if you're serving me breakfast, just the eggs just need to be real, not that powder that they just kind of mix together and call eggs. Yeah, I bet you there's... It's all about eggs. They got some eggs at the Como Motel, I bet. Ooh, yeah. Lice, for one. Yeah. Lice and eggs. Starting Monday, Dave is going to be starting his new job, and he's going to have to be, 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 I, be, I, I think, and he can correct me, for the first four weeks, he has to be in Austin every day of the week. <laughs> so so he by, by the end of the fourth week, he may be hitting the ceiling fan, too. <laughs> <laughs> As it were. Yeah. Like... But he's coming home on the weekends, though. Yeah, I think so. Unless you know, unless he's not welcome to come home on the weekends. But my assumption would be that he comes home on the weekends. Well, I mean, the Cowboys' bye week is this weekend, so, yeah, so he kind of timed that pretty well. Yeah. But Doesn't have to kick Malik Collins out of the <laughs> side room or anything. After the, uh, after the first month, he'll start doing the uh, two days in Austin. But... What it looks like is that the day he's going to be staying overnight is also going to be our podcast night. So we may be having Skype in Dave. Yeah, otherwise... Finally, finally embrace the Skype technology. He could be sitting in his seedy Austin motel oh, room. Man, I guarantee he's not going to have a shirt on just to, just to <laughs> troll us. be a lot of, hey, watch this moments <laughs> via Skype. So the baseball playoffs are on. They are. Um, I have a... A baseball playoff note I wanted to start off with. Okay. So I don't know, can't remember if we discussed this in an episode, but I know we discussed at least off air that we talked about doing uh, MLB playoff predictions. We really missed missed out on doing that. Some of us did. Some of us did not. Okay, but I also would have taken the Indians with my first pick. So. Okay, but and the whole deal was out of the three of us, whoever got the most right. I guess that's the most elementary way to, to put that, would then select a documentary the other two had to watch. Right. And if, it could be anything. If we had only made those picks. So, we haven't even introduced ourselves yet. Okay, so we're at five minutes and 54 seconds. Should we do it now? Sure. Okay, you're listening to Tell Me Where to Turn. You can find us at Where to Turn Pod on Twitter. You can find me at Glenn three underscore eleven. You can find me at Tommy two underscore zero. All right, we should have done that five minutes earlier, but it's all right. Yeah, I could try to edit it, but it's going to sound pretty nah. crappy. No, no, no editing. So, I did make some predictions that I would have shared last week, 
had we recorded. So, do we need to go into what happened last week? Because I feel like I was w- ready, willing, and able. And I don't got know. nothing out of you or Dave. Last I week. I texted show ideas midday and no. just never heard anything. There was no midday text. I can prove it. You texted at twelve, but it was the that's is latter that, twelve, not the earlier twelve. I it was the AM variety, and I was asleep. I can prove you wrong via cellular phone in a matter of moments. But we do apologize for that. I don't. I don't think we've committed to being the podcast that only records every other week. But if we had committed to that, it'd be nice. Well, maybe we can kind of slowly transition there. Yeah. So anyway, I have a note here on my iPhone, and it, it is date stamped. Don't look at the pics yet; just look at the date. Okay, it's October fifth. October fifth. Yeah. So that was pre. Can be easily faked. I would never know how to do that. But I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna kill your buzz yet. So let me just reel off. Ooh, look at that sweet stroke, and look at that hair on Bryce Hart. Look at that beard, man. Look at That's, just look at that man. Wow. We should all be, aspire to be that. Yeah. Not that right there. Ooh, and that's, like, that may be, well, no. Hendricks, they're going to leave him in, I guess. Yeah, that pitching co- coach probably won't see 2018. <laughs> um, so let me go over my picks real fast. See what you think. I mean, okay, you're a baseball time stamp, guy. Time stamp to October 5th. You're, you're a sports guy. You're a baseball guy. I'm a, I'm a baseball first. Everything else second. Let me know what you think. Hey, you put the trampoline back together. Yeah. Looks nice. good, right? All right, let's go. American League. Are you ready? Okay, I'm familiar with it. American League Division Series prediction. Boston over Houston in five games. Okay. How'd that work out? Well, you missed it by two games, <laughs> and you got the team wrong. But other than that, pretty good. Okay. Uh, other ALDS series. Cleveland over New York in four games. That's what should have happened, yeah. but it didn't. Still so, can't believe that didn't happen. So we're 0 for 2. So you're doing well so far. Let's go to the National League. Now, before you even start the National League, I do remember <laughs> on this very show that you said, and I'm going to paraphrase, but I think you said, if Arizona gets by Colorado, they're going to the World Series. <laughs> so go ahead. National League Division Series. Arizona over the Dodgers in four games. Okay. They failed to win one. Ah, uh, game. And then finally... Washington over the Cubs in five games. We're, we're trending nicely here. <laughs> Sports Stradamus here. We need five more innings, and we're going to get one out of four right. I followed that up with Cleveland over Boston in the ALCS and Arizona over Washington, <laughs> and then Cleveland over Arizona in the World Series. Wow. I don't think you're going to hit that one. But the way I see it is if Washington wins this, I've gotten one series correct compared you guys both have zeros. Not only have you gotten it correct, but you got it in exactly the right number of games. So it looks like if Washington holds on here, I will be picking something you guys have to watch and review. (laughs) Well, here, I'm going to make a pick during the game. I think that despite the way it looks right now, Chicago's going to come back and win this game. And it's not so much that I believe in Chicago, but it's that I just believe in the Nats' ability to just completely shoot their own wheels off in the playoffs. Yeah, there's no series they can't choke away. And I'm going to go ahead and really go out on a limb and predict the Yankees beating the Astros. Wow. Yeah. And I really can't support it with any stats because the seven-game series should completely expose the Yankees' 
lack of starting pitching depth. The uh, Astros are red hot. They're playing great. They had an incredible regular season. They're probably going to lose in like five games to the Yankees. You really think that? Yeah, and I think we're going to have Yankees-Dodgers World Series. And the Dodgers are just going to roll them? No. Because that's usually what happens. No, I, I, but yeah, the World Series does end up a lot of times being a roll. But like that... That's what happened in whatever, 07, when the Rockies made it, made that magical run, mm-hmm. and then they got in the World Series against the Red Sox, and they got swept. Yeah. And, like, none of the games were competitive. But here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that the Major League Baseball season opportunity with suddenly lots of controversy around the NFL, NFL ratings taking substantial slides. It's the conspiracy. They're putting in the full fix for a – Classic Dodgers, Yankees, both coast, two biggest payrolls in baseball, two biggest markets in baseball, World Series. They're putting in the fix to try to use this little sliver of leverage that they have over the big beast that is the NFL. They're calling in the fix because they do not want to have to ride out a Houston World Series, despite the fact that there'd be a really good story there with the hurricane and all the Harveys. Yeah. But if they've got a chance to get the Dodgers and the Yankees in the World Series, especially this year. Or the Yankees and the Cubs. Or the Yankees and the Cubs. I, I think I think they'd be happy with that too. But hey, the Scherzer. This thing's over. Man. I love I love how that uh the stops start getting pulled out. The norms completely ignored when you gotta win a game. I think it's uh I, now I think it's gonna end up being Dodgers and Astros. Maybe Darvish gets the the game six win to seal it. Maybe they'll give him the game ball. Maybe so. Did you see the Astros clubhouse locker room video after they won? No. Was that a – oh, you haven't seen it? No. Maybe I can pull it up and show it to you. But I don't know if it was just a random dude or a player on the team that's wearing an American flag Speedo and jumping around while he's getting sprayed with champagne. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of weird. What's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with it. I just said it was well, weird. Well, he wasn't kneeling or anything, was he? Well, not at that point, but more, I more mean, doing they, the helicopter. They didn't run the the, uh, American the cameras on there all night long. But I thought that was a rather odd form of celebration. I don't think that really honored Betsy Ross. Well, didn't way. didn't the uh, Napoli Red Sox do have some bit with American flag? Not speedos, but I didn't those they were have just shorts? Yeah, but I mean, really, what's the difference there? I mean, you got a layer in between. Yeah, maybe a little more like outline around the. Yeah, know, I think there's there's definitely bulge a difference. If, if I had shown up here tonight with shorts or not shorts, <laughs> there would have been a difference. When have you ever not worn shorts, though? Let's be honest. Uh, not very often. From like the end of November to the middle of January is about it. That's funny. So, um, I was glad I was glad you were able to cheer me up a little bit because. I'm probably more upset. Uh oh. Okay. No, that's not deep no. enough. You're starting to kind of peel the shirt off and then. Nope. No, I need the gnats to pull this out. <laughs> so I, I was going to say, I'm probably more upset overall while we're recording this show than I have been for any of the previous 60 episodes. I, I've had a really bad week, financially speaking. Oh, no. Yeah. So, did you put carpet back over the hardwood floors? 
We did. <laughs> so what I wanted to do in my, my fantasy is that JoJo would come in and rip up the carpets and be like, there's beautiful hardwoods underneath. <laughs> Who knew? Yeah. But um, no, so it kind of it kind of started by chance last weekend. But speaking of Houston, I uh, heard that because of the hurricane, the used car market had suddenly... It, had suddenly taken off up here in the uh, if you were looking to sell a car, uh, the uh, the right. trade-in value, resale value for your used car suddenly inched up a few percentage points because they had a whole fleet of used cars down in Houston get taken out, and there's you know there's certainly a market for used cars. It's what we call supply and demand. It's, it's capitalism, sir. Economics. 101. That's why Trump continues to make this country as great as it is. Building all the walls. So on a whim, I, uh, I went and visited um, a place that Pudge Rodriguez was pretty interested in having me go check out. A Chevy dealership? <laughs> no, Texas Direct Auto. They had the cardboard cutout of Pudge in the... Uh, he's on all their billboards and stuff. You know, he does that barely, like, intelligible commercial. You've not heard that? Oh yes, I've heard. Okay. I've heard it. Yeah, we can several times. <laughs> so all the Chevy dealers. <laughs> so I've never been. Have you ever been to that place? It's a pretty interesting business model they have there. Uh, no, I've not uh, been involved in the purchase or sell of a vehicle in ten years. Oh. Well, you might. You might after you hear this story, you may. You may want to get on that. Uh, Texas Direct Auto, eh? Yeah. So I, so I went in there and I, w- I was kind of expecting it to be a real big beating and that they were going to try to, you know, you know, like when you go to sell a car, you know, make it real high pressure for you to do it. So I went in there and took, um, the car that we were thinking about selling in there kind of had an idea in my mind what it was worth. I'd done a little bit of research. So hand the guy the keys. I mean, just drive right up. No appointment. Guy spends maybe 10 minutes outside while I'm sitting in there looking at the Pudge cardboard cutout, trying to figure out if he's really that sure or not. I think the answer is yes. What do you think about five ten? Oh no, no, shorter than that. Like five eight, five six, five six. I don't know. Maybe that's too short. The cut, I, the cutout was five six. I think Altuve is five six. Okay, maybe five eight. Five eight's short though. Well, yeah, for America. Yeah. All right, go ahead with car story. So, yeah, the guy spends about 10 minutes looking at the car, comes in, hands me a piece of paper, nice color printout, says right in the middle of it, here's what the car's worth. And he says, look, we'll give you a check for this amount right now. Or you can come back anytime in 10 days and we'll get it. Thanks a lot. See you later. Bye. And they didn't they didn't try to make me stay, whatever. So I thought, well, good grief. Well, the, the number on the paper was significantly more than what I was expecting it to be. Um, almost to the point where I thought, man, what if they like looked at a different car and um, in a mistake, and then in mistakenly favor? handed me the sheet of paper? So, so now I'm now I'm getting excited. So I thought, well, gosh, you know, if I'm going to buy a car, I got to have a car, you know, in mind to purchase. So we'd been the uh, wife and I had been kicking around the idea of buying a car for a little while. Yeah. So, folded up the piece of paper, put it in my pocket, drove to a car dealership, and. Uh, and you had how long after they handed that piece of paper? Ten days. Ten days. Ten okay. days, and there's a mileage limit too, but it's pretty high. Like I think yeah. you have like 300 or 500 miles or something, you know, and then that invalidates it. 
So, but it was, you know, as good as cash. This guy said, yeah, we're open till like 6.30 or whatever. So come back, you know, we'll print you a check right now and take the keys. You know, no big deal. So went to a, went to a car dealership and looked at the car that we really wanted to buy, drove it, um, haggled with the guy over the price, got him to come way down, not way down in the price, but come down several thousand dollars to a you know, point where I felt like I was getting a good deal. It also helped that it was right at the end of the month. So, yeah. you know, they were, they were, you know, more eager to deal. Brand new car? Brand new. Now, 2018. It, okay, that was my next yeah. question. Was the current or the no, next year model? 2018 had 13 miles on it. Oh, those are the best. Pretty makes you feel so alive. Pretty sweet, pretty sweet deal. So I never really mentioned that I wanted to trade anything in because what what happens when you're negotiating a car is that they use that against you. Mm. Is they basically manipulate the numbers in a way that's advantageous for them. So the idea is negotiate the price of the car down as low as you want. Then once you get that agreed upon, say, oh, you know what? I may want to trade in my car after all. Then get them to independently value the car. So what what they did is so I said that, and, and this whole process takes forever. Well, I said that, and they, the guy was kind of surprised. Well, he went and valued the car, came back with a number that was about $2,500 less than right. Texas Direct Auto was going to offer me for the yeah. car. So, he, you know, so he's getting pretty eager to make a deal, and this is high pressure. This is... They've got my car keys. They're leaving me sitting in a room for 30 minutes at a time. You know, I've been there three or four hours. It's terrible. That's awful. Yeah. And by the way, uh, we could we could do another podcast about the uh, guy that sold me this car. I don't know that things are going particularly well for him. Pudge Rodriguez is five foot nine. Okay. It's close enough. Yeah. So he comes back and says, well, do we have a deal? And I said, no. And he said, well, what would it take to make a deal? And I said, well, I need $2,500 more for my trade. And he just laughed. And he said, well, there's no way we can do that. And I said, well, what if somebody else had offered me $2,500 more for the trade already? And he said, well, if it's just somebody, you know, we can't do that. And we have to have it in writing. And I said, oh, well, that's funny you should mention that. Here's a piece of paper. Let me pull this piece of paper out of my pocket and showed him that. And, and this guy was not pleased when that move happened. Because what they would normally do is if you go in and disclose all that up front, they, they manipulate the numbers where they tell you they're giving you that much for the car. Right. We've got Cubs coming home. Uh-oh. We've got a Cubs lead. We've got two Cubs in. So if the Cubs win, what happens? We just all have to watch a documentary <laughs> that we all pick for each other. I believe I just predicted that the Cubs were going to win, but anyways. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. Maybe we'll just leave it at that. Cubs win, you get to pick. Nats win, I get to pick. I'm in with that. So he he left me sitting again in the room for a, a really long period of time, 40, 40, 50 minutes. Came back and uh, it said, okay, we'll do it. And I got the car. Right. Drove the car home. It's actually my wife's going to drive it. And one of the reasons that we were looking to... They haggle that much at Rolls-Royce dealerships? It's crazy. You know, you'd think that they would just, you I know, mean, you just take cash. I mean, and you have the be done the special it. black American Express card. The metal one? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, don't we all have that? I mean, one... I have one on me and I have one at home. <laughs> the just-in-case one. I actually drove the car straight from the lot to the Rangers game that night, too. Pretty exciting. Second to last game. Saw a lady get hit in the face. Right behind Oh, me. with the ball? <laughs> We're not talking about Point Date Break Dave's hotel room, okay? <laughs> yes. No. Yeah. F- foul ball right in the face. It was terrible. 
The reason we were the reason that we were trading in the the car though is it had a lot of miles. It was it was getting up there, not as much as your uh, vehicle does, but it was getting to the point where nothing had happened yet. But I was starting to be real worried something was about to happen. Yeah, and the other car we have is in pretty great shape. So I thought, well, this will be good. I'll get a new car. I've got another car that's just a couple of years old. I I can pretty much take car repair line item out of the budget for the next couple of years. You would hope. That dream lasted less than 24 hours. <laughs> uh, so the next day, I so I left the new car home. Threw a rod. Yeah. <laughs> Had to put around a wedge in it. And next, thing, <laughs> next thing I know, I'm just getting loose and I'm in the turn four wall. The next day, I'm driving home from work and warning lights start flying all over the place the battery symbol comes on there's a there's a text alert that's coming up on the display that's saying charging system malfunction just the alternator so the alternator's bad well so i think so i take it to my local mechanic it's no big deal we can swap that out 750 bucks put your new alternator in there what are you gonna do i mean pay the money pay that man his money so Pick it up, pick it up later that day. Drive it home before I'm even in the driveway. Pff, all the warning, same warning lights are on again. So I drive it back up there, and the guy says, "Hey, let us keep it overnight because it was they were about to close. We'll we'll take care of it in the morning." Well, he calls me the next day. He goes, "Hey, you know what? We, the new alternator's fine, but your other battery had been killed by the bad alternator. So we put a new battery in it. You're good to go." And we're gonna warranty the battery, so I didn't even have to pay for that. So I'm, I'm that's that's fair. I'm really happy. That's now, a good place to take it to. Yeah. So I was actually running late for a tea time at Dallas Country Club. <laughs> then you, you mentioned that they're like, yeah, you know what? It's gonna be like two hundred bucks. Yeah, that battery actually isn't free. <laughs> so right as I'm pulling into Dallas Country Club, all the warning lights go off again. So now I'm pretty. Now I'm getting hot. So I call the guy from the uh, from the clubhouse. I'm getting ready to get a massage before the round. What was his name? (laughs) It's very gentle. And the guy says, oh, hey, don't worry about it. Like, I'll order you another alternator because obviously the one that we put on there is bad. Just bring it back. A couple days go by. They call the new alternators in. The car's still working, so I'm, I'm able to get around. I've already had to miss a couple of days of work because of this because... The whole day? Well, yeah. I mean, I work, work, work from play home. Golf. Work from home. Well, the the golf the golf day. Well, I didn't have to miss, but the other day I did. So we've got another Cubs run. Oh man, Max Scherzer is not. <laughs> maybe he's not seeing out of either one of his eyes tonight. Usually, either the brown or the blue one works, but you gotta watch out for that. Yeah. So. I take it back, take it back up there again, and then they decide, like, oh, hey, you know what? We we put the wrong alternator on the car. There's two that it could be, so so we got the right one now, and this is absolutely going to fix it. Well, they put that alternator on the car. That sounds like fake news. Yeah, take it home again. It makes it home fine, makes it through the whole next day fine. Then the next day, right as I'm dropping my son off to school, all the same warning lights are on again. And now, now I don't know what to do. So I'm supposed to be going to work. All the warning lights are going off, and I'm like, I, I don't want to risk it. Drive it back up there. Car stays up there the whole day. This is today. <laughs> they call me. They close at 6.30. The guy calls me at 6, and he goes, hey, man, we don't know how to fix it. You're going to have to take it to the dealer. We don't know what to do. 
Oh, no. So I've paid these guys $750. They have no idea what's wrong with the car, and now I'm going to have to go to the dealer. And you know that no matter how many times they put a, they put a correct dealer part on there, I'm going to be paying for another alternator from this dealer. I know it. Yeah, that's what I figured is maybe they just took the original alternator you brought it in with and just put that one back in. They didn't. <laughs> so I'm out 750 bucks. The car still is not correct, and I have an appointment at the dealer tomorrow after work. I think we might... Uh dealerships are not the best place to get your car repaired from a financial standpoint oh i know but when it's an issue like this this is obviously specific to the model they're the only ones that can fix it because the working the working theory is it's something in the the electronics computer of the car that's sending either a false fault or it's causing a fault and that's out of the realm of what these guys can do so there, you have no choice but to go to the dealer. The thing that sucks is I'm already out 750 bucks. Yeah. It's probably sunk cost at this point. Yeah, I would bet you could be out another four figures after it's all said and done. I don't know if I can go 1500 if we're just talking alternator. But I'm I'm bracing. Here's here's where I'm. This is where the you should prepare for a comma. Oh, I am. I'm prepared for $2,500 total, counting the $750 i am already in. Okay. I think that's... And I think it'll come in under that. So, if it goes over that, then I'm going to probably be going back to Texas Direct Auto. And put a little piece of tape over the warning light and uh, see if they notice. I've debated that a few times with the vehicles that we have whether to fix it or whether it's just to funny drive it because you you trade um, it in. yeah but you that's right i mean we kept that particular one because we really thought it was in great shape and been really well maintained and there should be no issues and i go from feeling so good about things to to being so frustrated that i'm about ready to just sell the thing and just say forget it within within a matter of a you know a little over a week you know total between all the all the back and forth. Well, and it's the one you have to drive. Yeah, and I, I have a pretty lengthy commute. And I'm going to have to make it tomorrow with all the warning lights on. There, there's really no excuse. I, I stayed home today. I was supposed to be in there today. I stayed and ended up moving some stuff till tomorrow. But I've got to actually travel to a couple of our other facilities tomorrow. I've got a real busy day. I, I, there's no doubt I'm going to be stuck on the side of I-30 <laughs> or, or George Bush at some point. Look for the guys. Just pushing his car. Down oh, I'm just gonna. The, down I'm just gonna put a for sale. I'm gonna make a for sale sign tonight, and then when it stops in the highway, I'm just gonna hang it in the window and start. Just walking. get some uh, shoe polish and just put five hundred dollars or best offer on the back of it. Yeah. After it breaks down. Actually, that's a good. I forgot. That's a good part of the defeat story. So this morning, I'm fully dressed for work. I've got my suit on, got my dress shoes suit, on. Huh? Well, I mean, no tie, but no interview today. Obviously, not today. But I was dressed. I was dressed to uh, dress for the job I want, not the job I have, and dropped my son off at school when everything went haywire. So I just made a right turn and went straight to the mechanic shop. Worked on my laptop there for a couple hours while they kept assuring me that it was almost ready. And then when I realized the where the wind was blowing, <laughs> I started on my way home. But I had to walk home in my suit from the car repair shop because the, the my wife was uh, gone. Like oh, she was no. gone with our daughter. So we're talking like just a, a mile or so. So you know where we are now. Do you know where, know where we are the now. Brahms and the Home Depot and all that stuff is up there? Um, that direction? Not really. Okay, well, it's right next to the Home Depot. Okay. So I would say it was a good solid mile and a half, two mile walk in my dress shoes. a solid 
25 minutes back. Solid. And and my feet were killing me by the time I got back. Because I'd also gone for a lengthy run this morning, so I was already kind of tired and not feeling like doing that. But, you know, either that or stay there for the whole day. So what are you going to do? Hit a batter with the bases loaded and walk another runner in? telling you, man, this is – I predicted this. I predicted this 20 minutes ago. Man. This is what the Cubs do and what the Nats do. This is more what the Nats do. They just can't handle it. They can't have you can't have nice things. It's poor Nats. Well, I'm sorry about your car and your bank account. It's okay. That kind of sucks. It's all right. So my advice to you, Texas Direct Auto. I'll look into it. And don't ever tip your hand when you go to negotiate with a dealer. Because I could be in the market for a new vehicle sooner than later. Because one, I mean, I've had to have. You've got your money's worth out of that. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. But uh, nothing really, really major has gone wrong with either vehicle, but they're both over a decade old, so it's only a matter of time. Yeah, you're getting getting to the point where um, things are starting going bad. I saw a poor guy come in when I was waiting today with a a vehicle that had 170,000 miles on it, and he said, yeah, it's jumping in and out of gear. I haven't had anything like that. And uh, they... When looked at and they said, sir, your entire transmission is shot. It's going to be $3,500 to get that fixed. And I was about to jump up and be like, dude, sell that car. Yeah. <laughs> Do not pay to get that car fixed. Man. Just going to have to trust me on this one. Yeah. Mine's not at 170 but it's getting pretty close. Wow. But yeah, I'm not dropping 3500 No, 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 no. Um, we have some emails and some some Twitter activity. Okay. Let's go to Twitter first. Did Roger Goodell's wife tweet anything to you? <laughs> not, not yet. What was the... Did you did you see that story? I just saw that she had a fake account that was fighting with people online. Man, I need to start doing that for my employer. You think they would give me like a raise? If I just made a fake account and anybody said anything bad about us, I'd just rip them on Twitter? Just a... You know what you're talking about. A nice Ron Mexico yeah, account? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You think that'd be a violation of the company conduct? Without question. But but I would be smart enough. You know what the key is to having multiple Twitter identities? Use different... Taking notes? Use different Twitter programs and don't have multiple accounts signed into the same one. If you go to the App Store, there's probably 15 very well thought of, highly rated apps to manage your Twitter just get a different app for each profile so you're not even having to switch back and forth. Then that way you can never accidentally tweet. Wow. Yeah. You also probably want See to... See at uh, where to turn pod. <laughs> you want to make sure that you don't tweet in the same style, make the same references, jokes. Sure. Verbiage, all that kind of thing. But if you've ever listened to this show, we never make the same jokes twice. No. Not us. We're, we're too creative for that, man. Never, never anything about a, a big H or an oblong ball. Never <laughs> happens. We don't do those jokes anymore. So I asked uh, if there are any questions. Um, do we get any Weinstein questions or Weinstein no. questions? Okay. If there are any questions that you know people wanted addressed or you know anything else they wanted to submit, our first response came from KJ, and it just said no. Which it, uh, I don't know. Sounds like, sounds like maybe KJ needs to check his privilege a little bit. Maybe so. 
I mean, we weren't. Does that all, make you feel a little triggered when that happens? We weren't all born rounding podcast third base wearing shoulder pads like KJ was. It's true. Some of us had to had to work to build up a listenership of fifteen. <laughs> and then uh, Randy tweeted at us and asked us, "When are your left hand?" Is that a valid question? I, I hope they're gonna get. I hope we're gonna at least get better than this. Sounds like a sounds like a lot of bits being done and a lot of give up. Is this not good quality so far? All right, let's no, go. No, this is not good quality so far. Let's go to emails. The first one is from Good Dude Mike Hernandez. Okay. And it is entitled Vegas Work Trip. Are those possible? You have a work trip to Vegas? You can you can go to Vegas and have your work pay for it. I don't know that any work gets done while you're there. It says, good evening. I've got a work trip to Las Vegas this coming week. I'll be there Sunday evening to Friday after lunch. Well, we almost will be crossing paths. Yeah. Because you're headed there the next week. I'm weekend, headed there right? the next week, yeah, yeah, on Thursday. Interesting. It says, the work schedule will be pretty light. Two-hour engagements on Monday and Tuesday, a six-hour session Wednesday and Thursday. Other than that, he's wide open. He asks if we've got any recommendations on restaurants, high or low-end cost, <laughs> best sports books, any shows, and he's staying at the MGM, if that matters at all. It matters. There's, there's some good restaurants in the MGM, so... You've been there plenty of times since I have, so you've got more recent I've been there, recommendations. Yeah, we usually go about thrice yearly. Wow, what a life! That's, that's so. What about high end? What about high end restaurants? So I, I feel like we have we done this on the show before. Well, what, what's the one that Dave had to put on pants? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That's our. That's our the name of it. Yeah, Lakeside Seafood at the Win. That's our. All right. There you go. That's our default high high end restaurant. But I mean, every every casino has a high end, and in fact, um, we were looking at the steakhouse ranking list for our next trip out there, and the MGM actually the list that we were looking at, which was from a pretty reputable source, had the number one uh, steakhouse rated on the strip. So there's a celebrity chef named Tom Calicchio. Don't ask me to spell that. Sounds made up. But he has uh, he has restaurants at several properties. But he has one in the MGM Grand called Craft Steak that is supposed to be Kraft number one. Steak. I've eaten at another one of his restaurants at the Mirage. Um, it was okay. It was alright. Right. What's it called? It right. Skillet. No, it was called Heritage Steak. <laughs> yeah. Yes, <laughs> steak in every one of his yeah the titles yeah pretty much. But uh, it's okay. It was good, and um, for low end, you know, there's that Chipotle between uh, Harris and Casino Royale. True. There's a McDonald's above it, I believe. You know, the the Denny's. Uh, just uh, I've eaten at that yeah, Denny's oh, yeah. before. Yeah, that's a desperation. That's Denny's. a very desperate place to be. Yeah, there's there's now a, a pretty huge Twin Peaks there. <laughs> if you're looking to save money, if you know where. Anything will be 29 degrees out in the desert. Yeah. But my advice to poor Mike is going to be just get your mind right now that everything there is priced about double what it should be. Yeah. And that's that's just the sad fact of the matter. I mean, even the 
places you walk up and think, oh, this is just a quick, casual dining place is going to be double or more what you think it is. And there's tons of those in MGM. There's MGM's got a whole, uh, di- it's called the something district, I can't remember, but th- there's any number of genres of restaurant there, but everything everything in that, that town is expensive. Would you recommend any shows? So I, I would say... There's nothing that would make me recommend the Chris Angel show. I saw it. It was probably the worst thing I've ever seen. There's no way I would go see yeah, that. I thought the Beatles show was phenomenal. Like, really cool. If you like the music, it's a 100% win. I'm sure it's well done. If you're met on the music, just the the rest of the athletic. Yeah, the athleticism, the feats of strength. <laughs> oh, man, they rip a phone book. <laughs> Is uh is worth is worth it. And I've seen O at the Bellagio, and it's cool. But I mean, all those tickets are pretty expensive too. Yeah. I would uh, before you go, or even while you're there, I would recommend look and see if there's any stand-up comedians doing any shows. Sure. Because we missed out. Seinfeld was there one year that we were there, and we just kind of missed out on tickets. But I went to see Kevin James at can't remember which casino it was. And it cost about seventy-five bucks a ticket. I mean, it cost some money, but it was, it was well worth it. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, no, I, I think I think something along those lines probably wouldn't be a bad way to spend. And, and as far as best sports books, gosh, that's that's a tough one. I mean, the Palazzo has a really cool one. The Caesar's Palace has an awesome one. I think the Mirage has a great sports book. I think Harrah's probably has the worst. <laughs> There's Harris is pretty bad, but at least they have one. Some of the yeah. some of the the kind of more iffy to low end casinos, they just have like a sports kiosk or a sports desk. Like at least Harris, you can have a beer and sit in there. And now you may be watching the game on like a tube TV. Yeah. No, it was the last time I was there. We went to Harris um, at some point on that because I think we were there on an NFL Sunday, and we were in there watching games, and they had some games on. You know, at least they were flat screens. Um, they had blackjack tables in there. Ah, uh, yes. Like in the sports book, which is a perk, but it also kind of kind of cheapens it. Also, yeah. no, I think the there's nothing more fun, especially if it's if it's um, a night where there's like a very singular event on. You know, if it's the Thursday night NFL or a you know World Series game or something where everybody in there you know has action on the same. Now that thing. is true. That is a fun. That's a good point. Communal atmosphere, and we're we're lucky because the trip that we take every year at the end of October is always during the World Series. So I've you know I've been there. Pretty much when every World Series was decided, you know, been around a sports book, and it's usually a you know a really fun atmosphere to be a part of. So as your uh, low end expert, staying at the MGM, unless things have changed, you can you can pay like a flat fee and get access to the MGM buffet all day long. <laughs> you as buy many the, times the buffet you pass. Through. Yeah, they still have that because it's like it's in any MGM property too. Like there's an yeah. asterisk by some of the higher ones where you have to pay a little bit more. But yeah, it's so, a 24 hour all you can buffet pass. Yeah, so like if you just go there for dinner, let's say it's like 25 bucks or 30 oh, bucks. It's more than that now. Well, yeah, whatever Probably it is. 40 or 50. Yeah. Say 40 bucks for the buffet, but if you get the all day, it's like 50 and you can go there as many times as you want. Yeah. So if you want to do And those do that, buffets are actually pretty good. That's not oh, a no, 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 uh, that's not golden crown. Yeah, this is not this is not low end. This is I I think those some of those breakfast buffets are outrageous there too. I mean, you got to be 
you gotta be coming to coming to do some damage to get your money's worth. But. And otherwise, I'd recommend they have a great Wendy's franchise there. <laughs> Fat Burgers, not bad. Yeah, the only problem with the MGM is it is kind of a walk to the places that I like to go. True, it, it's at the opposite end. Well, it's very close to the Mandalay Bay too. Then, yeah, so range, <laughs> as it were. Yes, it's it's definitely within eyeshot of Mandalay Bay. Is O'Shea's still there? I yeah, know it's not they, the same place, they, but they still they moved it inside the the link, which used to be. Imperial the quad, Palace. which used to be the Imperial Palace. Okay. And yeah, the the proper O'Shea's is out there, but they they built it's they built Ferris it and they wheel. yeah they maintained yeah. a lot of the what made O'Shea's great. You can get the green beer and the you can play beer pong and do the different things you you could do there. But yeah, the, all those places are those newer places are all pretty pretty cool. I mean, they're, yeah, they're they're set up nice. Yeah, go to O'Shea's Casino if they still have the Burger King in the back. They don't. Oh, I had so many meals where I was reevaluating my life in that casino <laughs> at two, three, four, five in the morning. It's like me at the uh, Casino Royale, which is the uh, pretty much the the cheapest place you can play gamble on the strip, and there's a Cinnabon in the back of it. <laughs> there is. That I've is had true. many of self evaluation meals over oh, a no. mini some Cinnabon minis or whatever they are in there. Did you get the hot jizz on there, <laughs> of course. And he has another note. Mike has another note. It says, P.S., when are we going to hold Glenn's feet to the fire on his review of The Wire? So, did you watch any this week? No, Mike's email seems to be breaking up a little <laughs> bit here. I can't really. I've finished really an all. I've, I'm two episodes of finishing an entire series since you started The Wire. Series of what? Uh, the Leftovers on HBO. It's like three seasons. Yeah, so. What fighting is, through it? Is somebody watching it with you though? Yeah. See, that's a big, yeah, that's a big player. Is you no, it's to, a big you don't player as far as separate. You don't time. have to create time to watch. No, I. I you're. It's just fair. all part. You're. It's kind of like you're dating your wife. Yeah. Although I don't know if I'd recommend that show. It's it's oh. a little it's a little much. It is. Yeah, I don't. I've never seen it. Can't say I'm a fan. Howard Justin throws abs. Great. He looks great. He's so ripped. Man, it's amazing. He's doing so well. Uh, next email from Stephen Perry. New emailer. Okay. You think this is Goodell's wife? I don't think so. Maybe it's Stephen Perry. All right. Um, says, first time to email the podcast and a relatively new listener. Well, welcome aboard, and hopefully that we won't run you off here shortly. Let's wait and hear what he has to say before we get too far putting the knee pads on for him. First off, he says, sorry in advance to Tommy for emailing. Well, that's fine. But he is also off to Vegas in a few weeks with the wife. First mistake. Yeah, so let me go ahead and say he's already he's already goofed this trip up. Yeah. He says, while I've been to Vegas a couple times, it's been a few years, and we sound like the ones to ask to power rank the top three or four sports books on the Strip. So I think you already covered some of that, right? Venetian, Caesars Palace, Mirage, yeah, all those are great. He says, I should be able to get away on my own for several hours while the wife does whatever wives do at a spa. Spend money. Oh, I should say, too, if anybody wants to go to the sports book at the Aria, I can draw you a map to where I threw up in there. So just is there an X there? Yeah, there is. It's just like Dealey Plaza. 
And remember that that vomit occurred right as Nelson Cruz yeah. was dropping the ball. Like I went down to vomit, looked up expecting to see the Rangers storming the field, and, and he was running after a baseball. Saw Nelson Cruz, yeah, frantically trying to get a baseball. In. But yeah, I can draw a map to that spot if it's needed. He said he'd like to maximize that time away from the wife on his own with gambling booze and the opportunity to touch on the sports page. So he says we're staying down on the win encore end of the strip. So well, if he's, if he's staying there, then he doesn't need to leave the property. They have a great sports book. Okay. And that's actually the reason. The only reason I didn't mention it before is it's a long – got to pretty much be staying there to get there unless you want, are willing to drive there. You That's a hard walk to make from anywhere else, right. especially from MGM. Good grief. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, as he says, uh, and Steve, thanks for your email. He well, says, Steve's obviously doing pretty well if he's staying at the Uncle. Yeah, no though. kidding. That's not a, uh, it's not a discount property. Yeah. So, he says, his P.S. is, after surveying your back catalog, I have to say your entire episode dedicated to Over the Top was when I knew you guys had the will to win. He says, keep up the great work. You know what? I don't typically like people that email the show, but I agree with Steve because I do feel like that episode was kind of a turning point for us. It was over a year ago, too. Yeah, and that's crazy. And we did that over the phone. We did. Yeah. But three-way over the phone. You know, well, that's not the, not our first. No. Well, but over the top is something we're passionate about. It is. Dating our wives, athletes, talents. Yeah. And Sylvester Stallone arm wrestling movies. Yeah. And kicking a oblong ball through a giant H. Yeah. So, Steve, keep uh, emailing us faithfully. And, and if he's going in two weeks, I may see him out there. So, Steve, I'll see you in Vegas. We will accept your emails with open arms. Yeah. Final email. This one comes from Gustav. Comments. What's going on across your alleyway? Yeah, I know. It sounds like the police, doesn't it? You know, there was a cop not in front of your house, but kind of across the street. Really? Just kind of sitting there. I wonder if something's up over here tonight. Somebody having a Panthers Eagles watch party? Man, too soon. Well, that you're the sound one like talking about the the MGM is within rifle shot. No, of the you Mandalay said Bay. that. I, I just said it's close to Mandalay Bay. You I'm said just it's within. An email. I did not say that, sir. I would never say something so callous. I'm on your show trying to help you out. Yeah, we're having fun here. Except I think SWAT's about to bust somebody in the alley. It would be. Man, there's there's a domestic issue going there on. There is something going on. We have live coverage here. Yeah, there's something serious going okay, on. Okay, well, let's anything, read Gustav's email, and if yeah, anybody and if hears, anything breaks, we'll stop and and uh, cover I really the want them to bust down your fence so bad and <laughs> expose all the meth you have buried <laughs> under your porch. I don't know. Burying, you don't know much about <laughs> meth or porches. Yeah, or, yeah. <laughs> clearly not an expert on porches. All right, so Gustav says, uh, Dear Dong Danglers and Tommy. <laughs> says, has Tommy, has Tommy pissed off his new co-workers? Do you know you have new co-workers? No. Dave does. Dave See, he, does. He, did, he doesn't even listen to the show. Because he says, is Dave really ready for a work-from-home position? Well, he's just starting out. So well, he doesn't know if he's he ready or Monday, not. He starts Monday, but he's, yeah. He, we, we'll find out if he's ready. But but this is full-time work-from-home. Not just full-time job, but... 
Well, almost. Because he still has to go to Austin like... Yeah, but that's a month. A couple of times a month, yeah. Oh, uh, okay. He has to go for a month to start and then a couple of times a month. So he says, working from home is a blessing and a curse. He says, sure, you can, you can open up an incognito tab when you want to, but there's a soul-crushing loneliness that will seep in over time. The irony is that he will find his sole purpose in life is to now avoid as much contact as possible with anyone from work. I think we all kind of do that anyway where yeah, we can. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> all right, he says, uh, my recommendation is to always put on pants and a shirt because then you feel like you got dressed for work. <laughs> I think I, I think I can follow that. I don't know, man. On my work from home days, like I very rarely mix in a shower until after working hours are over. Really? And, yeah, and I'm pretty much wearing whatever I throw on when I roll out of bed. Like when I used to work from now, home, I didn't put work clothes on. Yeah, but I didn't wear like the basketball shorts that I slept in. Like I at least changed into something else. It was like just a mental hurdle there. Sure. I think if I had to do it full time, so if I worked 100 percent from t- full time from home, I would have to to have some kind of a thing where I got up, showered, shaved. Yeah. Because, yeah, but I, I I usually only work home one day a week, maybe two if I'm lucky, or if my car's not working. <laughs> so, I to me, it's great. Like, I, I love it. I, I have no soul-crushing loneliness. I actually get, honestly, get more done when I'm at home because people aren't bothering me. Yeah. And I don't really like talking to people that much. So. Uh, not really. Yeah. Only via podcast. So, his other recommendations are to uh, get your porn out of the way early in the day so you can focus better. Well, sometimes you got to clear the pipes. That probably makes you tired, though. I'm always, Don't, I'm always tired. Yeah. And always, if possible, send out emails first thing in the morning and late in the evening to show activity outside of 9 to 5. That's right. And some people also have the work from home where the company has the technology to track whether you're logged on, whether oh, you're sure. active. Yeah, we have that. So, the people work from home, but they're not really working, but then you just kind of go over and hit the mouse yeah. every 10 minutes. No, we have we have the, I mean, it's not highly sophisticated, but it, it's a little red, yellow, green light system. And if you don't move your mouse for, I don't know, whatever it is, a few minutes, then it turns yellow and then it tells how long it's been since you've done something. Yeah. And not myself, but I do know someone that has a... Um, software program to beat to beat that technology (laughs) and it's called like mouse wiggle or something like that it's literally a program that that uh jogs your or makes you know makes the input think that the mouse gets jogged every few seconds that guy also doesn't have a job right now (laughs) he lives in prosper (laughs) he likes to get his own hotel room a lot on road yeah but, uh, yeah, he also was a big... He would use the mouse wiggle, leave his computer at home, and go to the movies. That During sounds like day. I've known people that didn't work from home, but they just worked in sales. So they had a very flexible schedule. Yeah. And it was flexible enough that sometimes they would go in in the morning for like an hour and a half, and they'd be like, yeah, I'm going to head out. I've got some appointments or whatever. And then it might then be go their home to sleep. Appointment was with their bed. <laughs> Sleep, have lunch, enjoy a nice movie, and then maybe like go see somebody for thirty minutes, and that was their work day. Yeah, yeah. Hey, but I mean, if you're in sales, you're kind of responsible for your own commission. I, I think the 
when you're on salary, you're pretty much stealing for the company if you're at the movies. But yeah. if you're on sales, then I guess the the anus is on you a little bit. But that was our last email. That's all of our tweets as well. Okay. It seems like email is our better resource for material. We just get bits on Twitter. That's okay, though. I mean, I think we've said said for a long time in the show that you know we always prioritize email over everything else. Of course, we always have the fax machine hooked up too. I guess we've never given out the number, but give <laughs> out the where to turn fax. Yeah, that would be uh, an avenue yet to be yet to be pursued. So the uh, I got one one last thing, just a quick hit. That was a funny thing that happened. And this was actually, this was actually right around the time we bought the car. So it's all kind of my twelve-year um, wedding anniversary occurred a couple weeks ago. Congratulations! So, for the first time in twelve years, not doing a bit, really, legitimately, completely forgot. But the uh, person that I was sharing that anniversary with also completely forgot. How is that possible? It happened. I know. Isn't that weird? I would have never thought that would have happened, but it it happened. And uh, it was a Sunday. And we got up and we just did our normal thing. We went to church. And about an hour or so into church, we were moving between buildings. Somebody came up and said, hey, I saw on Facebook it's your anniversary or whatever. You know, happy anniversary, guys. And we were like, "What anniversary?" Yeah, oh yeah. So we're we're actually gonna go celebrate our anniversary tomorrow night. Is it at the uh, same place where Dave is right now? <laughs> we're gonna ce- celebrate by being sexually active. <laughs> Before, or after Bennigan, <laughs> one Monte Cristo in, oh, no. and then I literally am up for anything. Nice. Now, um. I don't know where we're going, actually. There's some reservations were made. But. So year 12, what is that? Is that the... Some years it's paper and other yeah. it's pencils. And is this trampoline? I know she rebuilt yeah. the trampoline. <laughs> this, is, this is the spring anniversary. <laughs> if only we knew somebody that sold springs. Oh, or any more. <laughs> if only. Man. Yep. So I now have literally nothing else to add. All right. Well, then... Uh, Go Cubs. I was sad. You asked it as I laid in a black dress with my father in a cast. I had no plans. Yeah. And I let the footprints.